Hello and welcome to another episode of Finding My Fit at 40. It is going to be a good week. Actually, it was a good week. I'm excited to talk to you guys again today. I've got some good stories for you. Well, a good story for you that uh, I found amusing. Hopefully you'll find amusing, but we'll get into that in a bit. Let me uh, start with intros with my peeps. We this is... <laughs> this is the second time we're running this because I didn't record it the first time and now we redid it. And I felt like I couldn't say the same thing. It is, no, it's it fine. Is You're doing really great. Awkward. No, Peeps is good. I'm Peeps, Peeps number one. I said compadres the first time and I, I don't know, whatever. Mike's here. Chrissy's here. Say hello to the gang. Hi. Hello. <laughs> we are excited to uh, come back to you guys and as have always. another chat as always is correct. Um, quick right into the updates because that is my favorite part and that's why you're all here <laughs> is to hear about my life that's right the you show that's <laughs> yeah. why i come here right? that's why yeah you give me a place to talk and i get to hear about your life and i get hugs every day so. yes you do christy yes, doesn't do. give me hugs but you give me hugs. michael gives good hugs he's it. a better hugger than me and i want to <laughs> yeah. follow his hug up like, <laughs> yeah, that's i have right. to get the first hugger i'm out you can't follow his get hug here sooner fair. okay you're yeah. the first hug oh you cheat you're driving that's fair that's fair all right Let's go into it. Update so time. last time we chatted, I was at 215.8, 215 pounds, 215.8 pounds. Right. Not two pounds, 15. No, that would have been strange. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would have been like just my hand. Too much weight loss. Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're, in, a build, we're in a building phase now. Yeah. <laughs> I am now at 214 even, Woo-hoo! a loss of 1.8 pounds in a week. Well Woo-hoo! done, dude. So, like... Still dropping pounds a week. That's impressive. It is absolutely incredible. I Especially because, like, I don't know. I keep talking about this. Like, I'm not hungry. I don't... Other than the week that I did that stupid fast food thing. I was starving. (laughs) Other than that week, I haven't been hungry. I've... It hasn't... This is going to sound really stupid, and it goes against everything I did when I did that solo podcast, but it hasn't been as hard as I think it is. Yeah. Like, it hasn't been hard, hard. Like, it's been difficult at times, but overall, I'm like, it, it's clicked. Like, the mm-hmm. science and everything right. has made sense in my brain. Um, and you've, you've adjusted well to the lifestyle as well. Like, you've, you've embraced it as a lifestyle. You've had a chance to experiment, find things that really, really work for you. And that's not to say you won't change a, a couple things out here or there, but you've really hit your groove very, very quickly. Yeah, and I just feel like it's, like, the, I know the understanding behind I was talking to, um, actually, Aaron, I was talking to the other day. And I showed him an old photo and he looked at the photo and looked at me and was like, dude, you really have lost a whole lot of weight. I was like, thanks, man. And he's like, and we started chatting about it a little bit. And I said, I think the difference this time, I think I've said this on here before too, is last time, every other time I've ever lost weight in my life, my response when people were like, oh, you lost weight, you look good. I'm like, yeah, and I hope I can keep it off. Mm -hmm. Right. I hope I can keep this path and I can keep it off. Like, because I didn't know specifically how that worked. I just knew that I did something a little different and that kind of worked. Mm-hmm. So I hope I, that I can follow, like I can keep this off. And just, because that's how it works, you know. It just magically falls off. Correct. And then yeah. you hope that the the weight gods allow you to stay down there. <laughs> Smoke and mirrors. Gods. It's an illusion. Yeah, it's completely. <laughs> but that's what it felt like. I mean, you, like I, for me, it just yeah, never Yeah, like you really were clicked. genuinely saying, I hope that this works out, right? Yeah. Like, totally. Now yeah, you're I, like, I know that I can keep this off yeah, because you I, have the knowledge that you need I, to do it. It'll, it'll never come back. Right, and it's not even just the knowledge. That I, I talk to people all the time about this because it's very difficult to get me to shut up. Um, <laughs> it's true, <laughs> But when, we, when I discuss kind of how and what I do in my process, it is literally building a lifestyle. So any of those other times and anybody's out there struggling with yo-yo dieting, it's you do this extreme thing or you just just cut calories. You're like, okay, I I know I can just bear this out for, for this short amount of time. And then you just go back to what you were doing before. 
So the magic in this scenario is that you created literally a lifestyle during this process that fits you. So there's nothing to go back to. You're already doing it. You're already enjoying yourself. You're still fitting in all the things that you want to fit in as you go. You have li- literally created a-, a lifestyle. So there's nothing to fall back to at that point. Yeah, because like the other times it's been like, well, I'll cut out soda and I'll cut out this. And right. then I lose a little bit of weight. And I'm like, sweet. And I'm like, you know, I haven't had a soda in like six months. I'm going to have a soda. <laughs> and then that turns into 25 Correct. sodas. And then, and then that calorie like, deficit oh, you're man. operating on is now gone. Yeah, absolutely. And so understanding that this time and not cheating myself of it. In fact, Mike, you'll be proud of me. <laughs> Just the other day, I, uh, so I, I listen to podcasts as well as make them. I also listen to podcasts and I'm, I'm a big, I'm a sports nut and I listen to these sports ones. And do you know who Brian Urlacher is? Uh, you guys, he's a, yes. a, a football player. No. Yeah, no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think so. Me but anyway, <laughs> Brian Urlacher was a linebacker for the Bears, and he's like a Hall of Fame linebacker. And he was talking about how he like eats like crap, but he, yeah. he does like 500 miles. Like he's retired now, but he tries to do 500 miles a month on his bike. Oh, jeez. Yeah, and so that he can just eat whatever the heck he right. wants to eat. Well, he was talking about donuts. Like, that's, like, his favorite thing. Like, the small little, like, the... Hostess, the munchkins? The, and... No, the, like, oh, the, the, oh, the little powder ones. Little powder ones. Little, like, I also like those. Yeah, they're so good. They're delightful. And I, he was talking about them the whole episode I'm listening to. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And I got done. And I'm like, man, I really want one of them donuts, donuts now. That's <laughs> so bad. So, I and I was like, no, I'm not going to get... So, I didn't stop. I stopped at a gas station. I didn't get any. And then I was at Publix getting stuff for, you know, it's Publix's grocery store for yeah. those of you that don't know. And I was at the grocery store and their bakery, Publix bakery is fire. It's fantastic. It yeah. is so good. They do a good job. Yeah. So they had these, they have a package of donuts there of their own. And I was like, you know, I'll get the little ones. I'll have a couple. The kids will eat some and it'll be gone. But by the time I got home, the kids were going to bed and Becky was a little annoyed with them because they weren't listening. So <laughs> the donut for them was out the window at that right. point. Right. So they went to bed, and I was like, you know, I'm just going to eat two. I ate two, and I'm like, you know, I'm just going to eat two more. Who eats two? Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. I ate the whole this, package. This and scenario was like, shall be a quorum. It was a 1,100 calories for the entire thing, and I ate, I had a couple, I had like 200 for the day, yeah. but I was like, you know what? F it. I put, I ate the whole freaking thing, Good for you. and I was like, I got it out of my system, because that's what I, I ate two, and I'm like, I still kind of want them, and I don't want to just keep wanting right. them. So I was like, screw it. I'm just going to eat this whole freaking thing. And I did. I was a little disgusted with myself by the last <laughs> donut. Welcome but to my I life. Was like, but I was happy then. Yeah. Because I, not happy because I was disgusted, but I was happy <laughs> because I knew that when I was disgusted a little bit, that I would still be like, all right, cool. I'm done with it Right. Now. Yeah. And so I put half of that container for that day and I put half of it for the next day. So nice. I kind of started the next day already at a 500 calorie. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's okay though. But yeah. You, you for it. accounted That's all you for it. Yeah. And, yeah. and so I put it in and then I, the next day was a little tough to get everything done, but I got it all done. And then by the next day I was like, cool, I'm good now. Yeah. Good. And I don't like, that was a couple days ago and I don't feel like this yearning for junk. Like I did. Yeah. I actually, I really wanted a pizza yesterday. So we got a pizza and, um, I ate, Pretty much almost a whole pizza. <laughs> um, but you know what? Props to I, you. Uh, I don't want pizza right now. So Right. Yeah. yeah it's the kind of pizza Also, I put, I did like a garlic parm alfredo sauce, and then I did double spinach, double chicken. Nice. That's, that's balance. See, I, I like to highlight, as, yeah. as a coach and trainer, yeah. that it brings me joy when people <laughs> come to me and like, you'd be proud of me. And I'm like, oh, this was a glutton moment. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear it. Yeah. It's, it's not, you'd be proud of me. I stuck to my program yeah. and I worked out and I ate super clean I that day. I like, leaves. Yeah. Like you're, you're doing that already. I am proud of you <laughs> when you take care of your damn emotional health and set yourself up for, you know, way more days than you have of these days where you're just you know, digging into food that you enjoy, but may not quite put you on track. And you're still down two damn pounds yeah so, i think i might have even stayed in kind of in my at least i hit maintenance probably, yeah you oh know? yeah but i don't yeah. think i went much over which, that day which that's a lot of the people don't it, and it took you even a while in the front end of this where you went over your assigned calories i'm like bro that's just that's just maintenance well, you just you didn't what, make much progress this day but you didn't lose any and you feel good that's mm-hmm. kind of what i did that's why I like when i because now knowing that again knowledge and understanding yeah. of this the whole process you know. <laughs> yeah 
when I ate that, I, I had, like I said, I had about 200 calories left for the yeah. day on my assign. But I was like, I'll just put 500 on here. And that's basically maintenance because it was those 200 and an extra 300. Yeah. I was like, I'm basically at maintenance for that day. Still even so a little bit less. I, yeah. Yeah. And I didn't eat the whole package. So, and if I put 500 on the next day, even if I'm at maintenance then for the next day, because that still gives me a good chunk of calories to eat for the day. Right. Then I'm good to go. And I think I was right around 23. I might have been a little bit over for the next day. But at the end of the day, I was like, I kind of want something. And I was like, I'm just going to go to bed, though. And I'm that way. I'm like, because I don't want to have to. I didn't want to keep borrowing from Peter to save Paul. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> Every day he'd be like, well, I screwed up today. I'm going to borrow a couple I'm hundred gonna calories tomorrow. I'm going to just roll these over. Well, like, today I get today. three calories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, eventually, right? So it was exciting to be able to understand that. Yeah. Devour oh, yeah. a whole thing of donuts. And still lose weight. Who gets to do that? So, yeah. Who gets to do that in your fancy, extreme, pull-out-everything diet programs? Yeah, it was crazy. So, I I enjoy it. I mean, we'll we'll see how we keep going of the the floor. Because when I started this, like we said, I started at 246. I know I say that every week. But, again, a reminder more for myself that that's where I started. Yeah. And I originally said about getting down to about 185 as just like a, eh, like, this sure. is it's, it's this a number ideal. we'll shoot for it, but really if it's about it, how you feel and look. And honestly, I wrote that down thinking this is never going to happen. <laughs> I did. I, when yeah. I wrote it, I was like, I'm never going to get down to 185. And now knowing how I've gone, I'm like, I might actually get you to might. So, so much so that you know what I did yesterday? So I was at Walmart. I had to get something for the kids. And while I was there, I was on the phone with my wife. Um, and I walked past the clearance section. I'm a clearance glutton I, I can't stop i can't yeah at I have the grocery to, store without going by there yeah every time <laughs> i see clearance yeah. something i was like all right what's what's here what's here so i went through the guys clothes stuff especially because like now like i was talking to you before i was thinking about buying new clothes right and i had I, I decided to hold off on buying all the new clothes because i knew i'm losing more weight and right now i'm just going to be in this awkward stage where my clothes aren't perfectly fitting well yeah and i'm on my last belt loop on my belt um and stuff like that but but the last notch on my belt but i'm gonna just kind of ride it out for now and then just do a whole new wardrobe for myself at some point instead of doing that twice. Yeah. So, so if you see my pants falling off, mind your business. <laughs> um, I'm just going to recommend tight anything. tank tops and tight joggers. Okay. You'll <laughs> yeah. just sort of go into them. So I was at, so I was looking at these clothes at Walmart and they kind of, I was looking at the gym clothes too, because I don't have a ton of that stuff. Anyway, yeah. I only have a couple things, but now that I'm going more often, I was like, I could probably use a couple yeah, of things. Yeah, for sure. And so I was looking and I saw they had on the clearance stuff, they had a, a medium shirt. I was like, ah, oh, I can't. Fit. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy this medium shirt and I'm going to buy this medium shorts and I'm going to try them on right now. And I'm going to see what, I know I don't fit in them all right, properly, all right. but I'm going to put them on and I'm going to say, and then I'm going to hang them up. And that's going to be my reminder, my daily reminder. I have a seat every morning. I love yeah. it. And I'm be like, I'm going to fit in this outfit. I love I'm it. getting there. And so I bought it last night. I put the shirt on. I didn't. I ended up not doing the shorts because I didn't need to. That's why I put the shirt on. Um, <laughs> but I got in it. It was a medium, and I got in it. And it was it was snug. I looked. Yeah, yeah. I was. It was really tight. But I was in it, <clears throat> and I was like thirty pounds ago. I wouldn't even be able to no. put this on. No, not and at all. Yeah. So the fact that I even got it on was a win. And now I'm like, now I'm gonna. I was like, and I even said to my wife after I was, I had it on. I was like, I know it doesn't look good. I was like. I'm going to get to where I can fit this freaking shirt. My dude. And so I hung it back up on the hanger. I put the thing, the shorts together with it, and I hung them up. And I, I know they're going to sit there and stare at me. And every day I'm going to be like, I'm going to get there. That's another little... Because I didn't think that was even possible before this started. And so now I'm finding other things that I'm like, you know, that's where I want to be. That's what I want to get to. I'm going to make it happen. This happens to everybody. Mm-hmm. We just, we always keep changing our goals, you know? Yeah. Which, which is always fine. Something. As as it's, it's okay. It's as great. As it's it keeps you driven. Forward. It keeps you motivated. Absolutely. You're making yeah. progress. And whatever your progress is, like you could turn around, you could get to 185, then you're going to be like, man, I want to put some muscle on. I want to try to hit 200 pounds of muscle or something Absolutely. wild. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know? It yeah. Just and that might happen on the, on the flip side of it once I get down there. But the fact that I can even, like, I really didn't think that was really possible. And I think that's why my goals have really changed. Like I wrote down one eighty five, and I was like, if I can get close to two hundred, I mean, right. I would be thrilled yeah. with just. Yeah. I mean, I'm con. I mean, obviously, my body's different, and I can't lose weight <laughs> like that. Like I can't get in the shape like that. I'm just naturally large. That's the things you tell yourself forever, right. right? And that's the things that were always in my head. So like, as this process went, I was like, f that. No, it's not. I'm just a freaking moron who didn't know how to do it. 
not a moron. That's the thing. But I'm just, I just didn't think I was a person capable of doing right. those things. Yeah. And now I'm like, I wish I would have discovered this mentality 10 years ago. Oh, of course. Like, of you course. know what I mean? You're, yeah. I'm like, oh, where the heck would I be now? I know. So, I think about that sometimes too. But I think, honestly, I try to shake that thought. Oh, absolutely. You know, where I'm just like, you know what? We're doing it now. We're doing it now. It's, it's a no-win mindset. Yeah, it's a no-win mindset. None of us yeah. get to go back. And while none of us are immune to thinking back a little bit like that, the more you keep your head in the present and where you're going, the happier you're going to be. Because what's what's a year of your life so that the next 30 mm-hmm. or 40 years are spent healthy, happy, strong, and lean? I do not disagree with any of that. And I think kind of my point, though, with the I, the 10 years, I wish I would have discovered it 10 years ago, isn't like I'm like killing myself over the fact yeah. of it. No, I'm But not. I was just like, I even for, if there's anybody listening who's younger than 40. Yeah, do it. Like, <laughs> just do it. <laughs> yeah. Like, because I even had in my brain, that I was like, ah, eventually. Or uh, maybe one day I'll get, I'll be like that guy and, gain, and lose all, all this weight and be muscular like that. And maybe one day, maybe one day. And I'm like, why one day? Yeah. Why one day? Right. Why not have that as just part of, who you are now that's yeah i posted that meme a couple times i still don't even know where it came from but it's like people will look at the cost of a cup of coffee a cost of a book a cost of a training program but nobody looks at the cost of you being in the exact same place a year from now and it's just that that one when i read it it just kind of hits home it's like you're right there really is no place but forward if you sit tight and just talk about how you're going to do these things or I'll get around to it. I'm going to do it. You will be in the same fucking place a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now. Yeah. It's a grind sometimes, but you need to start taking steps forward. Even if it's one step forward a week, you change one small thing as you're going forward. And that's the difference. I think for me through this whole process has been that the steps weren't like, even though I quote unquote dove into the process, you didn't change your life overnight. Yeah. And like all this changes, like, I still am not great at getting to the gym and stuff, but I'm at least every week getting at least one good workout yeah. in at least every week. Yeah. For me, that's a big difference. Right. From zero to Absolutely, at least one. Man. And what I what I do even sometimes, Mike knows this because he sees all my stuff, mm-hmm. I don't even necessarily do every single workout every time. Right. There's times where I'm like, I'm so bent and I'm not trying to kill myself, especially because for me working, I'm standing still. It, like I gotta stand and play and like carry gear around and stuff. If I'm completely wasted, oh yeah, I can't do that. Yeah. So there's days where I I'm just like you know I probably could push myself and do this, but I don't feel the need to right now. No. And maybe when I'm at a, a different spot, I'll be able to push a little bit more. And now that I don't get as sore doing other things, like I can do more upper body. The, the legs still get pretty sore. My legs yeah. still get pretty sore whenever well, you're, I do you're still stuff. working towards pushing to your max effort on any of those sets. Yeah. So as you everything you do and every time you push a little bit more, it's it's volume or intensity that your body's not used to yet. You were yeah. very good at doing that upper body. Still playing catch up on lower. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Generally Bless you. Bless you. upper body is just an easier thing yeah. to kind of get accustomed to doing. It's less it's less exhausting. Right. Because usually to work your legs, it's more of like an overall whole body whole thing. body thing, yeah. and so it gets tiring a lot faster. And, and there's than... even that survival mechanism where you know I got to use these fuckers. For the yeah, rest of the man. Day and I'm busy. Yeah. yeah. Not me. You guys. I'm just playing video games. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. I wish I could play video games again. Yeah, we were chatting. It was about one day. I've been on the road for two weeks. I know yeah, you've been, been busy. So tell us about it. What have you been doing for two weeks? And then I have an awesome story for you, Mike, that you have not awesome. heard. We've Absolutely. missed you, Michael. But tell I've us about your you travels. Too. Uh, well, I spent the last couple weeks uh, working with a very talented director and writer and film people and stunt coordinating team uh, to film an indie. Well, it's an indie film, essentially, that we're they're going to look to to pitch as a series to one of the streaming services. So it was very, very cool being um, able to provide a lot of feedback and do fight choreography and just throw my body through a whole bunch of things. I got a little beat up, but it was fun doing it. And uh, a lot of road time between West Virginia and Atlanta. Um, do you feel like you learned a lot about that whole process? I, I did. I did. Because um, you were just like really involved at this point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was I was very big involved in that. I had a lot of the scenes I was in, so I spent a good portion of most of the days doing, you know, active things. Yeah. In some very creepy buildings. Super cool. <laughs> Super cool. <laughs> so seeing what goes behind and how they'll film kind of a, a sequence and then do it from an opposite angle and then do close-ups and then do inserts 
where they'll just focus on an object or a sound or a section that kind of fills in the gap to transition from one place to the next, um, operating with one or two cameras and how quickly that changes Mm -hmm. the paradigm. And not always even working in chronological order. Like, right. That part blows me away. I think about that a lot with movies. I'm like, oh, yeah, they definitely had to film this scene before that other scene because you're you're not going to do makeup and do all the thing and set the whole thing up and then take it down or whatever, go somewhere else. You're going to do all the things you need to do in that scene and that, or whatever, in that costume and that scene or whatever. So you're doing it all out of order. Right. That's weird, particularly for the actors, right? Because they got to be like, hey, what's happening? (laughs) (laughs) A little bit. So, and that really just comes down to, to trust. Trusting the, uh, because the, I mean, the, the directors and producers are, one of them is also the writer. So it's just kind of trying to pitch everything in and provide that story that they've envisioned. So yeah. you just, you, you trust the process. And, you know, I, I wholeheartedly jumped into that mentality and they did not fail. They were very, very good and very fun to work with. Uh, and very grateful for the time that everybody put in because it's, it's low budget. You know, they're yeah. trying yeah, to get yeah, this yeah, thing yeah. pitched. They did everything themselves, but they're using like, Ten fifteen thousand dollar cameras, the, yeah. the equipment and everything that they brought to shoot such high quality, and what we put into the stunts was high level stunt type shit, so that it provides the best bang for your buck when you present it to yeah. somebody that you then want to to kind of purchase those rights and such. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. But yeah, talking, I've seen interviews with with like actors from like the MCU. Oh yeah, and that's even like that is really they fun. they talk about how like. They don't know anything. They're like, all right, so you're this person, go. And they're like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> like the, I can't think of the actress's Tom. name. The, the one that played uh, um, uh, Captain Marvel. The, oh, the, the Brie girl, Larson. The one, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So she's in the end of one of the movies, <laughs> yeah. remember? Before <laughs> yeah. her movie came yep. out. Yep. And she's hadn't done her movie yet. <laughs> She's like, who am I? <laughs> and they, Yeah, and they basically were like, so, and she didn't know anything about their movie because yeah. she they didn't want her to know anything about that movie. Yeah. So they're like, here, this is, you're talking to a person, she didn't know who she was talking to, she didn't know, they were like, just read these lines. And if you go back and watch it again, that, uh-huh. that clip of her, you could be like, she did an awesome job, but it seems like, you can almost tell that how she didn't know right nothing. And, she knew nothing. <laughs> and they're so secretive with those scripts and things like they weren't going to tell her either yeah, what she was going to be doing upcoming just talk to this point on the wall yeah Go. you know like, what i, I liked like, with what in they, this costume you're doing yeah. great yeah yeah, yeah. You're what wonderful. i liked with with brie larson's character though i mean just tapping onto that a little bit in and in the fitness realm they they pushed her physically pretty hard she had a, a great regimen and i think she's one of the few superhero characters that they've literally put time into getting at least a little jack i get a little upset aaron will tell you about this when i see uh like i'm watching a, a movie and it's got this like strong female character and she's supposed to be like beating all this ass this is where i'm going with but it. she's yeah. just like this big yeah. and i'm like i could snap that girl Th- over this my is where thigh. i'm going with that her pinky up, by the way, going back to the different audio podcast sorry yeah she's she did. yeah pinky this, thing. Pinky, this is where this pen. almost dials <laughs> back to the difference between, between males and females in, in training and all that you, you expect this Apex physique male character who's obviously put in the work over a given amount of time and it's shredded to the point where they, they're not even able to maintain this after yeah, the movie. Yeah, after this movie. But the female just has to be tiny, uh, large-breasted, beautiful. <laughs> it's so stupid. But they just have this innate power where they can just beat the shit out of everybody. Yeah, like, and I'm like, that's just unrealistic. So I, I like that that Brie actually put in that time and, yeah. and gained some athleticism. I mean, she had natural athleticism too, but they, they capitalized on that and she, you know, Put in the, the damn good. effort, and I think we—I'd like to see more powerful female superheroes. Same, characters Mike. Like that. Yep. Same. You guys can watch those movies. I'll watch the other movies. That's cool. <laughs> Shocking, Victor. <laughs> Just kidding. I watch them all. I watch them all. Um. Yes. So, sorry. Now you got me thinking about. Hot movies, female ladies. Sure, yeah, no, movies? not that at all. No, no right. not that at all. Not that at all. <laughs> all right, so I'm gonna lead into my story here, Mike. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. So let me start with a friend of mine was out of town, and she owns chickens. Okay. <clears throat> and I was asked via text message to do her a big favor, and. She had a pet sitter, but the pet sitter wasn't able to make it. Right. Could I please go over and put the chickens away? A and pet I was sitter like, for chickens. Yes. Can I close okay. the pen? And I was like, how hard? I know. First off, let me let me preface this with, 
I know nothing about chickens. But you have heard have you about people like, like betting people that they can't catch a chicken. Right? I, well, yeah, but I, I know that people have chickens and that they do that. Like, but she asked me if I can just close the pen, like put them, and I was like, "How hard is it to close right. the door? I can close the door, like no big deal. Sure, you want me to close the door at night and then put open it back up in the morning, whatever." And she said she needed it at night, and I was like, "Wait a minute, I, I have a gig." I happen to have a late gig, so I'm not going to get back to the area until like one o'clock in the morning. She was like, "That's fine as long as it's before three o'clock because that's when the possums and raccoons come out apparently around then, and they the witching hour, they, yeah, I and they go after the chickens." I don't know if I believe that the raccoons are like, "Oh, three a.m." I don't either. I've seen them out earlier than that. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> saying. This enough. is what I was told. Uh, Maybe the ones by her have an uh, alarm clock. I'm not sure, <laughs> but she she then asked me if I could stop over after by gig and i was like yeah literally the directions that i was given was when you get there you have to close the door close the doors of the pen there's three of them you'll see them just slide the doors in the track because the pulley's broken i was like oh okay that's that's it you don't have to get the chickens in there that was that was all the yeah. directions that <laughs> I, I was heard giving. you, Victor. I just want to point out for everybody. Yes. <laughs> so I show up at her house, go into the yard, and I see the chicken coop. I walk over to the chicken coop. I hear noises. And I was like, that doesn't sound like a chicken. <laughs> and I hear this like running, and then I pull out my flashlight on my phone, and there's rats running off of the building. Oh. Multiple rats run from the top of the thing and run around because there's chicken feed and stuff everywhere. So like these rats and they took off. And at that moment, I was like, I am not getting any closer to this building. (laughs) But I was like, all right, let me close. the. Oh, here's doors right here on the outside. And I was like, oh, they're all closed. They're all closed and they're all latched. Okay, like. I see a couple chickens in the pen, and I was like, "Oh, they're they're inside. They're good." Because, like you, I assumed they would be running around, yeah, and I'd have to get them in the thing and then close the door. That's what I thought I was gonna have yeah. to do. Okay, these trained chickens. So I contact. Yeah, they're trained. They're good on themselves. <laughs> Sweet, awesome, smartest chickens ever. Where's one find so a chicken train? They actually I, do. They put themselves to bed at night. Just everyone who has chickens is gonna tell you. Yeah, oh, well, <laughs> they do. They put not themselves these chickens. To bed. So anyway, um. <laughs> I then called her and was like, yo, or I messaged her back, I texted her and I was like, it's closed already. She messaged me. She's like, that's odd. <laughs> I was like, and then I, so I was like, oh, she's like, oh, well, I guess they never let, I guess she never let them out. The, the sitter never let them out in the morning. I was like, okay, cool. And I'd seen a couple of chickens in there, but I didn't. So I left. Oh. And went home. Oh. Oh, no. And on my way home, I was still messaging. She was like, that's so weird that they, I was still messaging her. And I was like, yeah, all four of the, the gates, they were the green gates on the outside, all four of them were, were closed and locked. She goes, there should be three. I was like, three? What do you, wait, wait, where are these doors that you're talking about? And at this point, I was like, I'm going to have to go back and check yep. because I feel like something's wrong. Yeah. So I grab a flashlight cause, and she messaged me back and she's like, no, the three doors, they're in the coop. I was like, I have to go in the chicken coop? So she wants you to close the doors <laughs> to the run. The part... In the coop where, like, the chickens go, Sure, I, guess. I don't know. Those are words that I've never heard. I don't know anything <laughs> this, about chickens. This is a term for this. I can't remember what it is, but when Stupid. people give you directions. No, no, no. Me. You're doing fine. It's when people give you directions assuming that the other person. Yeah, dude, that was a huge assumption. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She no. gave you specific instructions for one thing. You checked there that one thing. There should have been like, look, you need to unlatch the outside door, walk your butt inside. Correct. Like, inside do the, whole the chicken thing. coop, you will have doors. And so at 1.30 in the morning, oh, I, 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 I called her and we started talking and i'm like where are these doors what are you talking about like i am um, so i go back to her house and she's like well they're inside i'm like i know nothing about chickens <laughs> yeah. i don't what know I, I most of the population is in that same anything. boat <laughs> and so she's like no you have to open the door and go i was like i have to go in that building that the fucking just on. <laughs> so i go and Wait, mind time you, out. what are you wearing i just gonna say that <laughs> I had a nicer gig. Oh, no. So I had on... Please say tux. Please say tux. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I mean, I don't ever I get know, quite kidding, that I'm crazy. Kidding. But normally I'm wearing like shorts and sneakers yeah, and like yeah. whatever. No, I had on my nice jeans, my buckle expensive jeans. Ooh. 
that Which is I another thing you should have been passed would. on. Oh, by the way, you'll get a little dirty going in. Yeah, I need to... man. Like, don't wear anything nice. It's... I had. And I was wearing sneakers, but I had, like, my nice yeah, nicer sneakers, sneakers that yeah. I, like, yeah. specifically for, like, dress-up sneakers yeah, type yeah. deal. And a button-down on. Mm. So this Chicken is what I'm wearing. Chicken coop attire, if I've ever heard of. Yes, yeah. perfectly it's wear. Perfect so time to go shirtless. shirtless. I had to oh. open. <laughs> that's even worse. So I had to open the coop. So I opened the coop. I go and and, or, uh, and I go and I was like, oh, well, there's only two doors that are open. The other one's closed. And there's chickens in two. She's like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, there was like chickens on the other side. And she's like, in the pen? And I was like, yes, I don't know. that other side <laughs> thing. I don't know, that Jeez. thing. I was like, and I walk, I was like right up where the, like when you first walk up the section where they like these swing doors and stuff, there's like a couple chickens. She's like, why are they in there? They're supposed to be in the pet, in the coop. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Talk so, to me like I'm a five-year-old going like, to check oh, on your chicken. But also that like, door's closed. I don't know your chicken routine. The <laughs> door to that pen is closed. So I was like, oh, so if I just open this thing up, so I had to step into the coop, open up their little pen thing there. And I don't know the right words for any of this. If anybody has chickens, apparently Chris, you know I used to have chickens. chickens. I thought yeah. oh, okay. great. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I, I walk into this pen thing. So you're in like the Bob. run part? Is it like where the nests are, where they sleep? Yes, where they sleep. Oh, no. I'm in the so part the where they sleep. the run is the outside, and I guess that's like the coop. I don't really know what the terminology yeah. would be. but So in the inside where the coop, of the coop, I'm in there, and I had to open the door. And I was like, all right, so if I open this door, they're going to just... Are they just going to run inside then? And she's like, well, no. You're going to probably have to pick them up and put them and throw them. So now you're picking up chickens? And I was like, wait, 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 wait. What? I have to grab? I have to touch a chicken? (laughs) (laughs) And she's laughing. And she's like, yeah, welcome to my life. I was like, yes, your life. life. I did not choose this life. How much are you paying this sir? I'm just trying to. So I had to go back to the front. And those gates that I saw in the swinging doors that's swung open. Yeah. I had to open one of those to go inside there where there's three chickens. Well, two chickens, mm-hmm. two hens, and a rooster. Staring at you warily. Mm. Laying, no, they were sleeping. Were they what? friendly? Because my were, chickens were friendly, but not all chickens are friendly. She said that they were very, they did not attack me. They were, yes, That's she said they were friendly. That would have been a great so, addition to this. Yeah, oh my gosh. I would have left. I would have been like, sorry chickens. <laughs> come back Raccoons, in the morning with, come back in the morning with a train gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I pick them up and they're like wiggling. So I was like, I'm in a dress shirt. Oh, I forgot the first part. I stepped in and slipped. Oh. Because the ground is wet and gross and there's chicken poop everywhere. Yeah. Uh, it's like, so anyway, grab the chickens, throw them through the freaking hole. Well, sort of. I got them close to the hole. I was like, go, get in the hole. Go, get in there. Should I throw them like a paper airplane? Yeah. They'll fly through the hole. Yeah. So, good. so I got them in. Finally went in, and then I'm coming out of the thing. I was like, and she's cracking up. And I was walking out. I was like, wait a minute. If I go back to the other side, are they going to come run back out of this freaking hole again? She's like, no, maybe. I don't know. I was like, no, what do you mean maybe? So you're putting them in one side, and they're coming out the other? So I put them in, and I'm like, please don't, please don't, please don't, please don't, please don't come out. Please don't come out. And I come around the other side, and they did not run. They did not run back through. But now I have to go in and put these the slide these big pieces of wood to cover those holes so that raccoons and possums can't get in. From the inside? Yes. Okay, heard. From the inside. That was normally, not in the instructions. Normally, no. they're on a pulley system, no. and uh-huh. you don't have to actually go into the pens with the uh, chickens okay. and drop the doors in. Yeah. But her pulley system is broken. Of course it is. <laughs> Why wouldn't it be? So you have to actually go into the pen and, like, drop them, the, these doors, down these slide things. And, yeah, okay. Yeah. So I finally do that. I do all three. I was like, okay. They're all done. They're all closed. I was like, is that it? She's like, yeah, that was it. I was like, all right, I'm done. That's everything. All right, cool. And I go to leave. I walk up there. I was like, Judy, I can't. I hit the door. <laughs> no. Hey. Hey, is this is this door supposed to, this door doesn't want to open. Is this, does, she's like, there's a wire. Just pull the wire. And I was like, I'm pulling this wire. Nothing's happening. She's like. Pull it. Just don't, don't don't break it. But like she goes, I use it. I've used it before. I'm pulling. I'm like, you also use the other pulley system before too. This this wire's not working. Oh no! I got locked in the chicken coop. No, in the you coop did part. Not. In the coop part. You're no, trapped you in this I was chicken in the coop with the chickens. What kind of ventilation you got in there? There were rats running on that <laughs> building. Shitty ventilation. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, are you kidding? And her response was, oh, she's laughing hysterically. She thinks it's funny. At that moment, I did not find it funny at all. (laughs) It's about to be a coup in the coop. And 
She was like, oh, wait, how about, what if I order you an Uber and I'll just give them instructions to come let you? I was like, what? You're a terrible instruction giver, first of all. We all learned that. So first thing so, you need to do, Uber I was like, driver, I got, I got to just make sure the pen's closed. It's 1.30 and I was like, who the heck am I going to call at 1.30? I'm thinking I have to call my wife and she's going to have to just leave the kids sleeping in bed and come let me okay. out. Yeah. Or, and then immediately I went, oh. My brother, you he might be brother. working. Yeah. I was like, if not, if he, I was like, and if he's at work, I'm like, you need to leave, leave work, work right, right now. <laughs> and I can't tell you why so until I, you get here. So I was like, I gotta go, I gotta go. I hung up on her, called my brother. He was sleeping. I wake him up, and he's like, what? Huh? Are you? What's What's the matter? Are you? Because I called him like twice in a row, like, yeah. and woke him up. So he answered, and he was like, what? What's the matter? Are you? I was like. I was like, were you sleeping? He's like, I was sleeping. I was like, sorry. Well, you need to get up and you need to come get me out of this freaking chicken coop. I'm locked in a chicken coop. He's like, wait, what? His, You're in a what? Am I dreaming? He was telling me the story and he was like, I'm just like, pick up the phone and it's my brother and he's telling me he's locked in a chicken coop. And I'm like, what? Said nobody ever. He's like, I'm so sleepy. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> I, thought that's a, I talked to another buddy. He's like, he probably thought he was still asleep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, like, oh, am I dreaming? this is a dream. I'm still I was like, no, you need sense. to get up. I'm in a chicken coop. I went to let these freaking chickens out. And now I'm stuck inside the coop. You need to come get me. The door's open. Just come through the door and come in. I was like, oh, and by the way... There's also these giant bunnies in the house that I completely <laughs> no. forgot about. Scared the piss out of me because they sound like monsters when they move. <laughs> humongous. And I heard it move. And I was like, what is that? Who's in here? <laughs> Who's in this house? And then I saw the bunny and I completely had forgotten that it's a It's a good thing you don't have a gun. Dude. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So he comes, shows up. And he's, I see him coming through the house, and I wait. I had a flashlight, so I like shot. The, I'm like, I'm over here. I'm over here. Let me out. <laughs> he comes over, and he, he's like, how did you? Why are you? What's going <laughs> He had no words for the situation whatsoever. <laughs> Let's me out of the coop. I leave. We leave. And I'm supposed to let them out the next morning. So I messaged her, and I was like, hey, I know nothing. Like, I you need to give me really good instructions. Like, because apparently that as I was on the phone with her, she's like, yeah, then tomorrow I'll just let them out and you have to feed them. I was like, feed them. <laughs> Say more words. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what do I feed? What? How? Where? What? Cool. How, I'll how pick up a go? steak on the way yeah. over. Yeah. Right. Do they eat Chick-fil-A? I That's what say. I want to know. Do they eat Chick-fil-A? Are they into so, cannibalism? So, I messed, and I was like, you need to mess totally with by the way. And then in the morning, oh, she messaged me. Totally said, will eat chicken. I did not know yeah. that. <laughs> really? Chickens hey, eat chicken? Yeah, they'll, they'll, feed anything, they'll eat anything you give them. You can oh, gr geez. crush your own shells up and give them back their shells for, like, calcium. It's wild. Chickens will eat anything. Oh, but you can definitely feed them chicken. That's gross. I don't think I would have known that. I don't think I would have went in there. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. So... Yeah, then she messaged me in the morning and was like, hey, one of my girlfriends is going to go over and let her out. You don't have Thank to go do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I definitely breathe the time. But that was my excitement oh my God, over dude. the weekend. I got locked in a chicken coop. That's and that was how funny. Victor had flown the coop. Yeah. <laughs> well, shout out to Vinny for saving you. Right? Yes. I, my brother such gets a talking gem. about all the time. Yeah. He's yeah. such a gem. What a gem. That's, yeah, that's, real, that's a brotherly love right there. Like, it who is. are you going to call? It's two in the morning. Who are you calling? Like, like, no extra questions. Not like, I can't believe you woke me up. He's just... Shit, this, and was this there pretty quick. I have to say, I've, he's I've not really brother. quick on most things. Yeah. <laughs> he was there pretty quick. You were like, considering. This seems like, like an emergency. Yeah. <laughs> I was definitely, and I, so I had the, the flashlight too, and I'm in there, and I had it on the whole time. I'm like, I don't want this battery to die. So I turned it off, and I'm in, <laughs> and I'm in the dark then, and I'm Start like, hearing some skittering. Good call. Know. You're like, I don't know if I have to survive in here. <laughs> I'm going to need to keep this light. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just sitting there in the dark, and I'm like, and then the chickens are cooing and they're making noise. And that's when I think how he believed me. What did they sound the like? Chickens do the, no, I'm not doing Come that. Come on, nice Victor. <laughs> the rooster, one of the roosters was crowing and stuff. And what? I was like, this is creepy. I'm stuck in here with these freaking birds. I was like, this is the beginning of a horror movie. Yeah, and you're probably being surrounded by hungry raccoons and possums and that rats. went in. Rats. And rats. Yeah. I was more like, rats eat chickens? You're like, am I going to get trapped in this box and the rats are going to eat me alive? Touch me. I'm surrounded be. right now by an invading uh, army. I don't know what... Yes, oh. so that was my excitement. I, yes, do not enjoy chickens, and I don't think I'll ever want to own them now. <laughs> so you're not getting chickens? No, not anytime soon. That was not the moment of, that's not, that was not the way to convince me. I didn't me convince ever, you? Ever to get I chickens. I can't imagine why. I, like, I love a wild phone call like that. My brother called me one time, and I answered the phone. He's like, hey, um, your dog just ate a bird. And I was like, what? oh, cool. like, 
a dead bird? And he was like, no, it was alive. I was like, she ate an alive bird like outside? And he was like, no, it was inside. I was like, what? <laughs> Say more <laughs> words. <laughs> yeah. What is happening? Yeah, apparently there was like a bird in the wreath on the door. So he opened the door and the bird got in. He was like chasing the bird around and it just like flew down the steps. And my dog just like open mouth swallowed this bird. Just hold, just alive. <laughs> She's fine. Uh, he was like, "Do you think it's alive in there?" I was like, "I don't know, man. I think it's gonna be all right." And she didn't even she didn't have indigestion. She had nothing. She was just fine, just from eating a live right. bird. But weird phone calls you get from your siblings. You know? Can a dog digest all those bones? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I mean they that, can they can eat. You, well, yeah. they can eat, but did did Rogue just poop out a whole tiny little bird skeleton? No, they dissolve. <laughs> so there's, there's that's that's the cartoon in my head. Just pictured that their stomach acid actually. So that side note: fitness and and health, nutrition yeah, for dogs. <laughs> They're actually stomach acid is super strong. Like think about it, if they're in the wild, that's what right. they're eating. They would just be eating. Just oh yeah, flesh yeah. and bones. Yeah. So actually, there's there are a line of people of physicians and whatnot who feed raw. Yeah, my raw. brother's dog ate raw. And the first time I watched her eat, like he would just give her like you know drumsticks, yeah. thighs, whatever, and you just watch they crunch through a bone like it's like it's oh, nothing. Yeah. That's apparently and I'm like, really really good for him. It's that gross dog could eat me. Floor. Like your yeah, dog could just eat you yeah. <laughs> if it yeah. wanted to. Yeah, where they're like you're not supposed to give a dog chicken bones and stuff. Cooked, like, well, because they're cooked brittle. ones. Yeah, they're brittle and they they break up. Yeah. Oh, cooked. Yeah, but mm-hmm. raw is not a problem for them. Got you. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, and like we do that occasionally with my dog. We'll just give him. Although our dog, our, our doctor told us that you should boil the chicken, like a chicken breast or whatever, boil it and then give it to him. And your I was vet like, or your doctor, doctor, the vet, yeah, okay. my I physician. He was like, yeah, you know that what? That didn't you should sound do? right because they're not boiling food in the wild. <laughs> That's either. exactly what we thought about later too. So I have since like given him like if I'm yeah, cooking, I'll, I'll, I'll cut like a yeah. chunk of raw thing yeah. chicken and just hand it I, to I him. I do that all the time. Like I think that. the reason your vet would tell you to cook it is because like could it contain some kind of bacteria? Yeah. Like sure, maybe. Yeah, but you know. we wouldn't be able to really handle that potentially. Right. But a dog. But also like they're you know these are very domesticated dogs. Like maybe your dog has a sensitive stomach. I have a million friends who have dogs with sensitive stomachs and stuff like that so like on the vet side a boiled piece of chicken is probably less likely to aggravate a dog's stomach than a raw piece of chicken if for some reason they had some kind of like reaction or something but like yeah i feed my dog chunks of raw chicken all the time yeah i do it for him (laughs) occasionally too just give him a chunk of raw i don't i'm not down with the bones thing yet i can't even though i know he's okay with it Mm -hmm. i've seen like articles because we got into really like looking it up i've seen articles where they just give the dog like a full chicken yeah Mm mm-hmm and the do- that's what they eat. That's their meal. A mm-hmm. whole chicken. So, yeah. So, no. No pooping of little birds. By the way, though, props <laughs> to your dog for catching it out of midair. Oh, heck She yeah. is a ball dog. She's an old lady now, but in flying her ball. She Yeah. She yeah. just can catch a ball out anywhere. So, I think she just went to catch it. It kept flying. So, it just went right down her gullet. And it was gone. That is impressive that's though. probably why she likes balls even that much more that one time she got a meal my mom gave her a meatball one what? time you should have seen her brain well you could see she's like the gears were turning she was like wait it's a ball and then she threw it to her and she was like oh man <laughs> it's a food ball, <laughs> <It's> a food <laughs> ball. <laughs> so that's probably her favorite food i guess yeah yeah meatballs double I mean, double good doubles double as a toy double and food all right, Mike, I have some questions for you. We're going to get back in the fitness here. I Lay know we, we went pretty far out of the way here. but That never happens. It's so weird. Never, ever. Ever to us. So I was talking with Becky last night. Uh, <clears throat> I did one of my workouts at home because now the workout in this block, I'm able to, it's a lot of dumbbell stuff. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing a lot of the pieces of it at home. And the only thing, part of it that I can't do at <clears throat> home is the squat. Right. Um, but I, we, so Becky did the workout with me. We, we, we got up, we have some dumbbells. Which, by the way, I went to Walmart the other day to buy thirty They're not pound that bad dumbbells. Anymore. There's yeah. none there. Oh, yeah, they don't always have them. But when they oh, do, I lied. there's two there, a thirty and a thirty-five. I mean, you can go off of Amazon these days too, and the the price per pound is not that bad anymore. I well, mean, they they were upwards of like three dollars a pound during the pandemic. Wow, for a lot of people <laughs> they did trying get to really just expensive. Yeah. yeah, now they're you can get them for between like one fifty. Yeah, about, Walmart, that's about average. They're still a about a buck a pound, a pound at yeah, Walmart. Walmart is, but if they're out, they're out, and paying yeah. a buck fifty a pound is not that bad. Yeah, yeah. So for anyway, some that stopped, lasts I forever. Like, I was gonna get heavier dumbbells because the heaviest dumbbell I have is twenty pounds. Yeah. yeah. So I just did a lot more reps with the twenty pounds. Is what nice. I did. Yeah. Again, so. you just slow down the cadence. Four second negative, two second positive, and call it good to stay within your rep range. Yeah. So, but while after we did it. We were talking, Becky and I, after we did the workout, we were talking about uh, different stuff. And I know we've touched on this before. 
I have not had this issue, mm-hmm. so we haven't really touched on it a lot. Um, but I wanted to talk about stalling, weight stall. So since the first time that Becky was on the podcast right. with uh, with you, Chrissy, mm-hmm. when, we, when we did the first one with all the girls, she has weighed the exact same, and that was like a month or so ago that that happened. So she has stalled, and she's in this stuck stall. And she's still been pretty consistent and so, with yeah. tracking. So what thing... Yes, like she her... She's tracked, she's been tracking the whole time. And how many calories is she at? She's at 16. Okay. So, which she went up to 16 when we first started talking about it, and she lost, this was before she was even on the Mm -hmm. podcast, Mm -hmm. and she started losing weight at 16, and now she has stalled. So, I'm sure she's not the only person in America that that has ever happened to. No. And I wanted to bring it up because it's not something with my, that we've You haven't had to do it to that. I'm pretty much figuring you for now, you're either still, um... Too heavy for your frame, body-wise, that your body's still like, let's just keep getting rid of it. Or you have, like me, an inefficient metabolism, which your yeah. metabolism is not um, adapting to your calorie deficit, which is good for fat loss, like yeah, I've, yeah, I've yeah. said before. Um, so for her, if if she's been consistent with, say, steps on any given day, um, if she's getting two workouts in per week, like if those things are consistent, then you have to change the energy in equation. So you have you have two options anytime weight stalls and I don't consider weight stalling unless it's been two to three weeks. It's been four. Yeah. Right. Okay. So if she's been <clears throat> consistent that whole time, and again, she's been within two pounds of herself for four weeks. Right. Like right. up and down. You know how like. Oh yeah, yeah. You know weight goes up and down. I, I don't know. I've if heard you're, that. If you're I've heard that. Yeah. yeah scale yeah. weight. Yeah. Um, she should be taking measurements too to for another data point that'll just help. But it's either energy in. Or energy out. So if, again, is she getting two workouts in per week? Is she getting 10,000 steps per day? If she doesn't want to cut calories, that's what she adjusts first. Okay? Okay. She can still stay at 1,600 calories, make sure the energy out is where it should be for for some progress. If she either doesn't want to do those things or is already doing those things, then she cuts calories. So I'd go down to 1,450, I'd say, for her. For males, I'll I'll do I'll drop anywhere between two and three hundred calories um, once they've officially stalled. For women, I tend to do closer to one fifty to two hundred, and then you test that for two to three weeks. If still nothing is moving, then again we either now force more steps, maybe add another workout, or just make sure she's working out hard for those two workouts, or we cut more calories. Okay. So the, the biggest pill for people to swallow is that patience. They're already feeling like something's not working. And now if they try something, they're like, well, shit, this still isn't working. So now you've, you've gone a month to a month and a half without any progress. Fuck it. It's not working. <clears throat> I'm done with this shit. No, you, you keep going with this scientific process because at some point, an adjustment, if you're being consistent, will get the weight dropping again. So could the scale weight also be lying to her? And by that, I mean like... Because she's fitting in the clothes that she wasn't fitting in before. That's why I'm, that's why doing, I'm talking about measurements. So that's, well, that, that's why I'm asking now. Yeah. That you, because when you said that about measurements, it made me think a little bit. Because she just had on a pair of pants. She's like, oh, these were like snug before yes. and they're fitting better. So does that mean that the scale is lying? Like not, she's actually- not lying, but if she is working out hard enough and her activity <laughs> out and her protein is now up consistently for yeah, a good amount of time now and it hasn't that. been. She is putting on a little bit of muscle. She could be recomping. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So if, if her calorie deficit has now become less of a calorie deficit, so she's not burning as much fat, but it's still probably burning some, and she's also putting on some muscle at the same time, usually if you're at the appropriate deficit for, for quick fat loss, you'll outstrip muscle build with fat loss. So the scale should still go down, whether it's slowly or not, and, and physique changes will happen. But if her metabolism is slowed and it's not that big of a deficit anymore and she's still putting on a little bit of muscle, the scale weight is going to kind of stay the same. So paying attention to how clothes fit and paying attention to your body (laughs) measurements from the nine spots that I I recommend is going to tell a deeper story than just the scale weight itself. And in that situation, she's fine just staying where she's at. Absolutely. She's She's not going to be hungry. You know, her body is in a very favorable position for hormone levels, for energy levels, for sleep, for sex drive, for everything. Um, and she is putting on a little bit of muscle. It is the slower route if, as opposed to choosing either fat loss or muscle gain. <clears throat> so it's completely up to her if she can be patient and stick with that or if she'd rather spend a month or two and, you know, drop a little bit of weight faster and then bump calories back up if she starts to get a little hungry. 
to then do a, a recomp. So she can kind of jump back and forth from that, and both of those would be very favorable areas for her. As, so a, as a lady who's done this. Yes. Um, so not to pry into your personal business, but yeah. did, you have, did you have a moment? Have you always kind of been fit? Or you said as a lady who's done this, were you at a point where you just lost a <laughs> yeah, bunch of weight? Yeah, so here's the situation for me, and I think a lot of people, is that uh, the scale is not really the best measurement tool. Like Mike was saying, measurements are good, taking photos are good, all those things. I wouldn't tell her to drop calories, only because we know that she gets hungry if she's not eating 600 calories. We've been there before. We did right. this, right? We yeah. moved her up to 600 calories. And if she's going to be working out, she's going to be more hungry, right? So like yeah. I, telling her to drop calories right now, if she's into resistance training, if she's doing the workouts, I would, and it sounds like she is still making progress. I think she might be recomping right. a little bit. So I think I, I personally am trying to do the same things right now, right? I'm trying to drop a little bit of fat, put on a little bit of muscle and not do it, you know, wildly one way or another, right. right? So it's a slow track. He's right. It is a slow track. But when you're a lady, you don't necessarily have as much wiggle room to work with calories, yeah, you know, you and still be hungry. And, yeah, and, if, yeah, being know, hungry sucks. Energy. Like, I don't want to tell her to do something that's going to make her hungry. No, my, Especially my if she's first... trying to get in the gym and do something. So what I would tell her, you know, to do is exactly what she's doing and to just monitor, you know, how she feels. I don't actually get on the scale very often at all. Because it's like a kind of a mental fuck for me a little bit. That's her too. It's a mental fuck for me because it it's day. like it's hard. It, I'm it trying. It was a mental fuck like, for you in the beginning too. And so yeah. most people, I will have weight every day to teach them the ups and downs are not important. And the the scale is just a data point that when you look at big picture, you can see where it has trended. But if you have emotions that ride on it daily, it might not be the tool for you. That's what but, she's like. I can't do it. She's and, like, I and, can't get on And the that's scale fine. Like Body that. measurements will be the better route. And especially for women, I tend to focus more on the energy out part of the equation prior to going to the calories. And it also depends on where somebody's at and how quickly they want to do something. So they want to do it quickly. I can't have somebody working out seven days a week for two yeah. hours and doing 20,000 steps. It's going to have to be calories and they're going to have to be disciplined and stick with that. Yeah. It just depends on what they want and I where just think at. it's easier, I think for a long-term <clears throat> success situation here to not, you know, drop her calories more because then she's going to be hungry. Then she's going to binge. I've done this a thousand times personally. So like, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. you know, and so over I, time, cause I was going to say is she's actually been, she's been even shocking herself. Cause since she's increased her protein, yep. cause remember I told, we've talked about this at the beginning yeah. where I, where she, she was like very apprehensive about oh, yeah. this whole thing about the adding the protein. I mean, yep. we all, I was, and then, but I just kind of was like, oh, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Let's mm -hmm. go. I got to talk about it. I better try it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so she was kind of apprehensive about the whole thing. And she was like, I'm going to be hungry. I'm so hungry already. Like there's no, and I was like, yeah, but you're not eating the right stuff to make yourself yeah, not Yeah, something hungry. that's satiating. Like you're not, you have to, she's like, there's no way I can get my protein up because I'm, I can't fit it in. I was like, well, you got to eat this stuff and you won't want that stuff that's right. what i'm saying like that's how this and now that she's done the shakes the coffee thing has been huge oh, yeah. for her and yeah. that's she still noticed, first thing i do in the morning is that's an, what she does i quest shake i'll mix it in a couple cups of coffee yeah and she does that every morning basically every morning and she notices the difference when she yeah. does it and she even she continually she does, she does oh, excuse me continually she has this moment where she comes to me and she's like what a difference this makes. And I'm like, it's that same aha moment she that I had. She was really hungry before. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> she was remembering. It sucks. Yeah, it does. It sucks to be hungry. That's why, like, I'm... Do you want to do This whole else. thing, not being hungry, like, not being... Like, it's amazing. That's why it's I'm like, changer. it's not coming back. Like, now also that I've changed what I'm eating, I don't feel like I'm... That was the part that I was like, which, I'm never going to not touch feel on hungry. the fruit, which we just found mm. out with you. Oh, recently. that made a huge difference, too. Yeah, so I basically started prescribing two servings of about it a little bit last time but yeah that yeah, makes it two big. servings of fruit daily for uh clients and that seems to basically really cut down that sweet tooth it, it did for me drastically but it's just a way of kicking up your micronutrients find fruit that you enjoy and instead of just enjoying it tell yourself you love it mm -hmm. and start really working into that mentality where you look forward to that snack i do actually enjoy fruit i, I do too. I just never i was never like oh like I, I was always like, well, I'd rather eat this instead of that. I'm, I mean, that doesn't. But as I've eaten the fruit, I saw you add it in the thing, and I was like, ah, I I would eat a banana here and there anyway. Yeah. But now I'm eating like two or three bananas a day. Yeah. And it does really take away oh, some yeah. of that craving. But I was also getting that 
taken away a little bit by the Quest bars and the True. Fit Crunch bars. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a Fit Crunch bar as much as I love them. Mm-hmm. I haven't had one in a couple of weeks mm-hmm. just because I haven't had, like, it really helped in the beginning with all my cravings. Right. Because my cravings were for crap that I just didn't, like, now I don't have those same cravings for crap as often. Right. And I agree. I'm, I also don't crave crap as often yeah i mean yeah. i just downed the whole thing at the donuts the other day yeah so i mean like, i just ate a pizza yesterday yeah. so, <laughs> so like <laughs> it, i have days where i still like and like i i get it it still happens yeah but it's not as frequent not and even when frequent. i had the donuts i wasn't even really craving like i was like oh i need junk food I, he had talked about these donuts and it got it in my head and then You're when like, i started yeah, eating donuts i, I was like donuts i know are delicious. i'm not I'm, <laughs> next time i'm like i'm just gonna buy a smaller container because I bought this big one, thinking my kids are gonna have some, and now I just want to eat the whole damn thing. I have serving size so. problems, so I just have problems with serving sizes on packaging. Because, like, again, who eats two donuts? But also, like, I need to restrict myself. Like, if I grab a big bag of chips, oh, that whole bag. I'm gonna eat the whole yeah. bag of chips. Yep. I almost want to pay more for pre-portioned small bags of Absolutely. things. Absolutely, because it it I, limits me. I don't know me. if it's. I have the same thing where if it's a container. The containers sort of gotta go. It's yeah, it's right. Yeah, what is my problem? I don't know how people because just like I can, I can have even some track... chips and then put them away. What is that? Yeah. How do you do that? Because I can even track like the whole thing. I'd rather just plug that all in and figure out what my strings are. That is the part the that, that is that has struggled for me, which is why I've sometimes I've even chosen not to eat it because I was like, I don't want to. I don't know how I'm gonna track this if right. I'm gonna eat it. Like I only want to because there are times I'm not as ridiculous as you two are so <laughs> there are moments like where i have stuff and i'll have some chips or i'll have this and like i'm not even chips that's a bad one i don't even need a lot of chips but like something of this that has a right. serving size and i eat a little bit i'm like crap how do i so i'm like screw it i'm just gonna eat the whole thing right. actually what i have done i've been eating those chicken chips those, those are I good yeah those chicken chips that we discovered those wild chicken chips that were yeah those are awesome so the but best. I'll eat the whole bag in a shot because I'm like, how do I track? I don't know if I eat half a bag. I don't the, know what I eat. The best thing to do it, with, not, you could. Weigh yeah. is always going to be the most accurate, but they'll, you can at least get close if it says 14 chips. We're just using chips as an example. Mm-hmm. as yeah. a serving size. Get a bowl, put 28 chips in there. It takes just a second to really count them out. Put the bag away. Now you have your quote unquote container. Take that to your wherever your snack place is. Yeah, when yeah, that's yeah. done, you're done. Yeah, I yeah. I have to do that. So the other day, I I do weigh everything, but I have yeah. my scale right there by my bowl. So it's yeah. like my life is literally like grab the bowl, grab the scale. It happens at the same time. I don't even right. think about it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm like zeroing out the scale with the bowl on it. Yeah. But that, sometimes I do that. I'm like, I don't even need to weigh what I'm eating. Like, what am I doing? Um, Everybody looks at it such a hassle, but that's what yeah, takes you an extra five to, to ten I, seconds to I don't do know. it. Yeah, I feel like zero seconds. Yeah. I do it so quickly. And, and then weigh stuff. I usually try to weigh it just yeah. because I'm like, weigh yeah. the most accurate way to do it. That I mean, I've also known for me, like talking to everybody out there, like, cause I know when I first heard people talk like that, I was like, that's crazy. I'm never going to get to that. That's insane. <laughs> but you also don't have to like, yeah, you don't have to weigh everything. No, you don't. And also once you've done it, like I can waste things in my mind. I don't even, I haven't even tracked my food in probably like three or four days. Cause I just keep a mental running list of what I'm eating basically. Right. And I can, just because doing it for so long, like I know where I am. Yeah, and if you're doing <laughs> similar things on a regular basis, like for the most part, I I supplement and eat a shit ton of fruit through the most of the first half of the day. And dinner is a well cooked, large meal mm-hmm. of you know surrounding some sort of protein and some sort of fancy something or other. So I I, I know I'm at a deficit on any given day, but Do my you protein track is regularly? tracked. Huh? Do you track it? Do you like pl- punch it in no. every day? Uh-uh. No. I track my front half of the day is so that I make sure I get enough protein. And I usually will have, you know, a thousand calories left by the time dinner comes up. So How I long just, has it I just eat. Track anything? I just eat. I, I still will track. I, I, I'll say maybe three out of four days on, on any given seven days mark is is being fairly well tracked. But if a dinner comes up and I, I know I'm in a deficit, I know I'm pushing in the right direction, I, I just don't yeah, sweat it that much. We went to the but Texas Roadhouse been... the other day, so I just ate two eggs for breakfast. Yeah. I really didn't eat anything else the whole rest yeah. of the day, and then ate you whatever I eat. wanted. Yeah. yeah. But I've I've also been tracking food for a decade. Yeah. So for me, it's a it is a little more intuitive, and this is where I get to shit on in, the intu- intuitive uh, dieting push again. You love doing I know this. I've, I've done like that a few times. Yeah. yeah. Intuitive eating should be the end goal, not the starting point. You can't do it without training. That's yeah. that's like going out to play a complex sport that you've never set foot on the court for. Like, sure, you can fiddle around with it and look like an idiot, but you're still gonna fuck it up. Yeah, Big time once you've tracked while. for so long, yeah. and you track way longer than I have. Oh yeah. See, your mental tracking is probably really pretty accurate. Pretty accurate. I'm and just trying to like lately. I'm not worrying so much about my calories. And I'm just really trying to track my protein. 
Yep. So it's only really like one running thing in my head that I'm like, yeah. All right, I know how much that is and how much that is. I can eyeball that amount of chicken, yeah. you know, so you kind of know Even doing. for me, I've, I've found too, if, if I'm doing all the right dietary things that control my appetite, because I have a huge appetite, uh, if I'm getting enough protein, the fruit now is adding to my fiber and my snack sweet tooth satiation. So I'm, I'm less likely to go search out crap, which is calorie dense. I'm eating more whole foods for when it comes time for dinner. So I know I'm not going over. These are all things that I've, I've, I've can now intuitively do. And, and I'm just, I'm less prone to overeating and I'm still making progress as, as I need to. Makes sense. Yeah. I, I'm not there. No, but you, no, but you will will be. be. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I even have, I see glimpses of it where like, I can be like, oh, this is probably about this much chicken, yeah. or this mm-hmm. is probably about that. Um, and that was the other thing actually. We were just talking with Becky about tracking stuff that she realized that she might have been tracking something wrong. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you were probably eating over sixteen and not even realizing. Yeah, it's That's hard, hard to track everything, track. but you it know, is. like you got to remember that you sometimes use oil in stuff, and like oil is a lot of calories, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. And if you're just like aimlessly pouring it in the pan, and that's another thing about oil, like how much of it are you losing? What's getting on the food? You know, right. there's always little like fluctuations. So in if, if I use it, I just count all of it. You're not getting all of it. Me in, too. But I, just I always count, count all of it too. Yeah, yeah. I've I haven't really cooked a whole lot. This, we're in season, so I, I don't actually haven't cooked a, a lot either recently. We've been busy. Yeah, we've been really busy oh. too with just a bunch of stuff. I, I went and did a, it was a Whole Foods one, that their salad bar. I, you know, a lot of people, I just saw somebody on social media recently just shit on salads completely. I also saw somebody, he was in response to somebody saying that salads are unhealthy and will make you fat. <laughs> it's not the people. salad, it's, it's what you put on the salad. <laughs> correct, correct, that too. But he was just saying a healthy salad will make you fat, basically. I'm like, are you out of your fucking mind? And then the other guy was just like, salads are shit. Well, I like a good fucking salad. Yeah. Like you, you throw down right amount of greens and I'm putting a couple hard boiled eggs on there. Mm, I'm putting a good amount of meat in there yeah. and then I'll do a serving of cheese. So that cheese that I put on is a hundred calories. I'll get a low fat or, or sugar free dressing like a vinaigrette that I enjoy. And I will actually measure out the, the four tablespoons for, you know, 50 to hundred extra calories. When Mike gets a salad at my restaurant, we give him one two ounce cup and he uses <laughs> like, he dips into it instead of pouring it on yeah. a salad. And it really, I started doing that because you use a lot less dressing right. that way. You get the flavor on the fork. It's, it's not like you're not getting the dressing in the face. But you account for way less calories as well. Yeah, as you really do cut a lot of calories. But so I got they're... wings the other day and did the, the smaller dip. Usually I'm like slathering yeah. the, bl- the yeah. blue cheese on, and I didn't even go through a whole cup. Nice. Well, with the wings. Let's do it for and the that taste. Was with, it's balanced. I got a double order of wings, too. Nice. Mm. Oh, wow. That's Very impressive. Nice. Yeah. I was. I wasn't even anyway. That's a whole other story. I got hungry and I was it's like, "Good you know, wings, man!" And they're baked. They're, yeah, that's they the baked. biggest difference. And I was like, "Screw this! I'm gonna go all in." I, yeah. I think last baked time I got wings, wings, I did get a double order, and they're they're yeah. salad. They make me a special salad. It's great. We call it the bear salad. Yeah. The bear. It's the bear salad. salad. It's spinach oh. instead of lettuce. It's got a lot of chicken. It's on got it. a lot of chicken. I'll do double or double, triple meat. Double on that. chicken. Yeah. So it's like my salads are, and for some reason their salad is fucking fantastic. I don't know what yeah, it is. It is a really good salad. So I I like a good salad, and a good salad to me has a shit ton of meat in it, a, a variety of like veggies and stuff. Mm-hmm. That I like a little bit of cheese. Mm-hmm. Did you hear how you started that? A good salad to me has a shit ton of meat in it. <laughs> Wait, what? Well, there's supposed to be leaves in the Wait, salad. Isn't there there's leaves in there. Stuff? Wait, it's what? a meat salad. What? It's a meat salad. We should make a meat salad, bear. Ooh, yeah. Friend me with a good time. Isn't that called yeah. anapasta? There's no pasta, just meat. <laughs> <laughs> My fault. Well My fault. played, Chrissy. Yeah, just a meat salad. My fault. All right, so uh, we're going to come things to an end here. Uh, 2.14 this week. I'm excited. Uh, looking forward to continuing. I see 200. I see it. It's coming, coming yeah. I see it, and I'm going to crush it. I'm, I'm, I can't wait to get there. So I did the math. It's we should have a party. About, it's going to take about two more months, I think. Yes. Like a Wonderland party. No Wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> you like parties. We do like we parties. like a good party. <laughs> Who doesn't like a good party? I say that like that's about, you do like <laughs> parties, you. You. You outgoing person. <laughs> so social. <laughs> you social butterfly, you. So... Guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode. Again, if you have any other questions, concerns, comments, uh, Mike, real quick, touch again. If you're stalled out, what two two or three things are really important to focus on? Whichever you resonate with. If you have time for more activity or to focus on more quality activity, start there. If you have calories to spare and you've noticed you haven't been very hungry, shave 
one to 200 calories off and try that for a few weeks. And third and most important is be patient and consistent. And that way you'll know which way you're actually trending to make a decision off of. So I didn't say this before, but Becky, so she was starting when she started at 14 and then she went to 16, felt a million times better. She wasn't She's eating now, protein very much then though. Maybe that would help. No, that's what I just was going to say. Yeah. Now that she, I started saying that before, but she, she's been doing the protein with the coffee. Yeah. She's like, I might be able to do that. Like, but cause there's days that she comes in under all the time Yeah. and that she just, <clears throat> she, as long as she understands it, yeah. she's not stuck at 14. If she starts to get hungry for yeah. a couple days straight, she can just guess back. what? Bump back up to 16 yeah. Yeah. and yeah, recomp yeah. and then go back down to cut and then recomp. Yeah. And she'll she still always be in a, in a beneficial deficit, place. Especially yep. at that point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. You're never stuck. We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Come back and check us out again next week. Thank and, you. uh, until then be good. Peace.